Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials, and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest toothpaste, secret deodorant, Old Spice deodorant, or Gillette razors. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We had a big bear of a man, who was called Mal Evans, who was on roadie, and uh, <clears throat> I was coming back on the plane, and he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, what? Sergeant Pepper? Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome, everybody. Monday edition of Clay and Buck kicks off right now. This is Buck. I'm here with Clay, and I am back from Scotland, which is, I will say, a fantastic place. And I'll try not to talk too much about it today because there's a lot of big news we're going to get to. Um, Clay, I know, kept everything, kept everything cool, calm, and collected last week. I mean... He did let Trump go get his mugshot taken, you know. Apparently some crazy stuff happened while I was gone. I saw that photo. So, Clay, we said no keg parties. I mean, that's not a keg party, but wow, is that a crazy moment in our history that occurred while I was out. I I almost feel like, Buck, it doesn't really matter at this point when you or I are gone or when anybody out there goes on vacation or takes a trip. We're... Almost every week, something that has never occurred before in the history of the nation, it feels like is happening. And it doesn't matter what week you're like, oh, this week's going to be quiet. I'm going to go somewhere. And then something crazy happens. And I feel like that's only going to accelerate over the next 16 months or so. We're going to see things the likes of which we've never seen. I totally co-sign on to that. It's going to get crazy out there. Um, big thanks to my wife, Carrie, who was... uh uh, okay with me driving around the Scottish countryside, just constantly saying, are you wee bonnie lass? You know, just, just throwing How out. How was the... Scotland, by the way, before we get into all the craziness? Uh, what would you recommend for people out there who are listening? Scotland as a tourist destination? Love it. I think it's, I think it's a great country with really, uh, charming, endearing people. And you, you know, you're not going there for beach stuff. You're not going to have, Sunny skies in 85, so it's the summer, but I, I mean, it was 60 degrees every day, nice breeze. I absolutely loved it. I've been melting in South Florida for the last three months, so I really appreciated it. Uh, food great, uh, drinks of scotch, phenomenal time. Anybody DM me or, uh, you know, send me a message on Facebook or an email or something. Our VIPs email us if you want an itinerary. I'll give you a one week Scotland breakdown, but, um, you know. I, I even went to the Braveheart, uh, the Braveheart Monument, Clay, or the William Wallace Monument, I should say. I told the lady 
uh, who was running it, who's like collecting tickets. I was like, you know, I was going to show up with my face painted blue, but my wife wouldn't let me. And she was like, you should have. I'd let you in for free, you silly bastard. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. All right. You know, next time. Next time. Did so- you see Loch Ness, by the way? They had the biggest search for the Loch Ness monster maybe ever going on while you were over there. Can neither confirm nor deny that ex-CIA Buck is in country and we're trying to actually find Loch Ness Monster. Nessie, I think, is that, isn't that her name? Correct, supposed to? yes. Nessie. Yeah, we didn't, didn't didn't find her yet, but was I a part of this high-tech search mission? Can neither confirm nor deny. Uh, that's, that's, a, that's on a need-to-know basis, everybody. So other things on a need-to-know basis, as in for all of you in the, in the audience out there, um, uh, we have, let's see, new polling out. Play. I get to see the aftermath. I watched the debate, uh, obviously, af- after it, it occurred. It was like the dead in the middle of the night in Scotland. Watched the debate and watched much of the aftermath over there. I tried to be offline, but I've caught up all weekend. New polling out showing where the numbers have moved. We'll discuss that. More Americans think Biden is too old to run. 77%, including 69% of Democrats. Also interesting... Clay's scotch drinking buddy, Gavin Newsom, getting a little bit of heat from some of the Biden camp. You may have seen this. They're saying it's disrespectful that Newsom is running this shadow campaign, whether he gets in or not, in the background. So we can certainly discuss that. The feel-good video of the week, I'm calling it. If you haven't seen it, we will put it up on clayandbuck.com for you. Were these Nevada Rangers? You saw this, right, Clay? They just they had these... uh Climate protesters snarling traffic for miles, for miles. And uh, sure enough, the police show up, and they actually did something about it. It's pretty good. The video is great. We can discuss that. But let's start with, we got big news today. We, we got to jump into this because we got a million things to talk about. I'm so happy to be back and to talk to everybody. I miss the radio fam when I'm gone. I did see... One of our listeners randomly in Scotland, which was a lot I read of that text from you on Friday, yeah. I think, uh, when yeah. you were out on a hike. Yeah, it was great. It was great. No, we're, we're on the, uh, we're walking down and right in the heart of the old city in, in Edinburgh, which is one of the most charming cities, I think, uh, outside of the United States. You can go anywhere in the world. Anyway, um, the, the big news today though, uh, it happened right before we come on is that Judge, uh, Chutkin has set a March 4th, 2024 trial date. Now, this is for the 2020 election January 6th case. Um, this is, uh, this is coming at a time when we're still watching all the pieces get put into place for the legal assault, the legal barrage against Donald Trump. Clay, we talked about this before. You said 0% chance any of these trials. I think you said 0% chance, which is pretty certain that any of them happened before the election. And then you said, well, I think uh, I well, said I thought New York City. No, that, might that's what I was going to say. You thought, you thought New York. So, so we agree that New York is probably happening, right? Yeah. That's, that's where we are. I will say Dersh, Alan Dershowitz has gone from all four are happening to a couple are happening to the latest today. I see Dershowitz. You're killing me here. Uh, none of them are happening is the latest from Dershowitz. So I'm just going to say brilliant guy 
but don't ask him, you know, what team is going to win the game on Sunday because he's changes he's changes. It's good to life. cover every angle, Buck. He's going to be right with the perspectives that he's yeah. now adopted here. I'm I'm on I'm on to Dersh on this one. I see. Oh, you can't go from all four are going to which I didn't even think that. I never thought that was going to happen. Yeah. You can't go from all four to zero in two weeks just because. Uh, but anyway, that's where Dershowitz is on this one. Clay, Chuck, uh, Judge Chutkin has set March fourth. Does this happen? What does the timing tell you? And do you, do you think, are you going to adjust your percentages now that one of the three other trials, non-New York, may happen before the election? Okay. So here, I think everybody needs to understand what happened because I haven't seen anybody discussing this, but remember the timeline here in Atlanta. The judge in Atlanta initially, do you remember this, Buck? Do you remember what day she set the Atlanta trial for initially? March 4th. And then everybody said this is crazy because it's the day before Super Tuesday. This is the Atlanta state, uh, the, the Georgia state, Atlanta city, Fulton County. Initially, they said we're going to get this trial in on March 4th. Because what what's happening, Buck, is everybody is jostling because really it's almost unprecedented to have four different criminal trials in four different jurisdictions. I, I can't even remember ever seeing this happen. You you can have a guy charged with a lot of different criminal counts. I've never seen someone charged in New York City, in Atlanta, in South Florida, and in Washington, D.C. So all these courts have to take note of the schedule that exists for everyone else in terms of being able to set their own timeline. So in Atlanta, the judge there said, we're going to have this trial on March 4th. She then reversed that decision, Buck, and now I believe last week said, actually, we're going to have this trial on, I think it was October 23rd, and that news broke, uh, I think, on Thursday, Buck, because I was up in our New York City studio, and, and when the headline came up, I had to get on the mic and ask our team, wait, is that October 23rd of 2024 or October 23rd as in two months from now, which is crazy. So she bumps her trial all the way, this Georgia judge does, all the way up to October 23rd, which, Buck, freed up March 4th. Because the reason why March 4th is significant is they're trying to get it in before, I believe, March 24th. Somebody can correct me if I'm wrong, is the date that they are supposed to start the New York City case. So they're now trying to angle all these things in. I think the odds that this case starts on March 4th are low. Um, and I'm less concerned about the federal case because Trump could uh, pardon himself on this. But I also think this is all crazy. Buck, you ever have a friend? And maybe I bet you have at some point. You ever have a friend who gets engaged and you're like, do you really know that this means you're getting married? <laughs> and, and it sounds silly to say, but I bet everybody out there listening has had a friend at some point who is just engaged for a long time, uh, sorry, is dating for a long time, and then at some point the relationship's not really that strong, but it's like, okay, well, we now we have to get engaged. And you're like, wait a minute, buddy. This means you're going to get married and you're going to spend the rest of your life with this person. I feel like a lot of the wheels that have been put in motion on the Trump legal process 
it's starting to dawn on people how crazy all this is. Because you can take the steps, oh, we're going to investigate, we're going to open up a grand jury, and then at some point it becomes real, and you kind of see that light bulb go off, and your buddy who doesn't really understand what it means to get married, when you're engaged, it doesn't matter as much. I think even people on the left, Buck, are starting to recognize, holy crap, this is crazy. We've put the wheels in motion for a presidential situation, the likes of which has never occurred, and no one has any idea how to basically step off of this track that they're on right now. I do think it's fair to point out that the the mugshot and the fundraising that has come from that, and you know, it is a badass mugshot. I'm going to say. I mean, he, you know, Trump Trump leaned into it. I texted it and, you. I couldn't I believe it was real. I couldn't. It, it it looked like something that was. If you told AI, make the most you know, fierce Trump mugshot you possibly can. That's what it looks like. So but while we're talking about that and the politics of it, I think there has to be more of a recognition on the right that this legal process that is playing out is going to do so independently in some ways of whatever public opinion may be, however gross it looks, however it affects you know the polls here or there. This is happening. They are doing this thing to Donald Trump. This is real. This is underway. And, and I, I keep looking around wondering what the strategy is other than I, I guess just assume that Trump is going to beat all of this. Now beating it maybe just means delaying it, which I think you, you think is still the likeliest. The only trial to be clear, you know, now you and I agree on New York, New York is happening. And we kind of assume that he's not going to get convicted there, but maybe that's a bad assumption, right? But New York is happening. They're not going to be able to delay that. I don't think that the uh, documents case is going to be able to happen in time. And now, the more I've looked at it and, and read about it, the all the just sort of jurisdictional issues and the 17 defendants, Atlanta, that's just, that's a mess. There's, that's a political move masquerading as yeah. a legal move. But the federal indictment from Jack Smith's team in D.C., I mean, the judge has already said, a date. Now I know it could move and everything else. They're going to try to get this one done beforehand. Yeah. This is the one that I believe they're going to try to ram through the system. And even if it gets overturned on appeal or even if, you know, the Supreme Court weighs in, whatever it may be, this is the one that they're putting all their chips in on to take down Trump. And the, the timing of it, you know, you have to ask, is the timing of it to, to scuttle Trump's uh, chances or to ensure and I people I know don't like to hear that but is it that they think that they can ensure Trump is the nominee and then they can scuttle him with the legal process you know what I mean this is the part of it that I don't have the answer but we need to think long and hard about what the answer is because the other side is playing for keeps I think the calculus and we need to talk about this because I do think this is so integral I think the calculus in their mind, and again, the fact that the Georgia state judge changed her date, to me, Buck, is such a glaring sign of the clear collusion that's going on in terms of the way the courts are looking each, at each other to try and stack these cases. Um, I, I think the way this is going, they want to try to get a federal conviction on Trump brand him as a felon meaning with the with the uh, Washington DC case and then they want to force him to try to get saved by the Supreme Court and I think the calculus in their minds is 
that that damages him immeasurably with swing voters, with independents, with all of those people who will be making the decision, all the suburban moms in uh, in Gwinnett County and in uh, Maricopa County and in the, the Ring County surrounding uh, all of Milwaukee, where I just was, and the same thing in Philadelphia and in Pittsburgh, all these people that are going to make decisions to the suburbs, I think their theory, Buck, is I just don't want the Trump show mess. That they it's too messy for them, and they will vote Democrat just to avoid right. the Trump show mess. And, and there are two conversations that are happening simultaneously right now that I, I think it's uh, it's important to be aware of. It. There's the conversation on the right about how this is an unprecedented assault on on just the notion that we're a free and fair election-based society, and this is clear election interference, and there's a huge push to just rally behind Trump. And some people who want other candidates, irrespective of all this, I know feel very kind of uh, bullied a little bit into local. Now now everyone has to like end their campaign and everyone has to, you know, I see those emails and those comments too. Um, but while that conversation is happening, you also have... What does the person who is the the elusive, and there aren't that many of them by the numbers, swing voter in the five or six key states, what do they think of all of this? Yep. And that matters a whole heck of a lot. So it's something we should continue to talk about. Uh, lines open, 800-282-2882. Uh, we're going to get into this some more here coming up. Innovation Refunds is helping businesses get an IRS tax refund through the Employee Retention Credit Program also known as the ERC. The filing process is complex. Innovation Refunds is dedicated to helping business owners navigate the process. They've done this for tens of thousands of businesses. Innovation Refunds survey research shows that many small businesses who had five to 500 full-time employees in 2020 or 2021 might be eligible for an ERC tax deduction. If your business suffered with challenges in those two years, particularly with government-mandated shutdowns, you may be eligible for a substantial refund, too. Innovation Refunds works with an independent network of tax professionals and will share information with them to evaluate and process your claims. Terms and conditions apply. Go to innovationrefunds.com to get started. See if you qualify. There's no upfront charge. That website is innovationrefunds.com or call them 843-REFUNDS. That's 1-843-REFUNDS. Speaking truth and having fun. Clay, Travis, and Buck Sexton. Your tax refund belongs to you, not an identity thief. Over $6 billion in tax refunds were flagged by the IRS for possible identity theft in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. LifeLock monitors and alerts you to identity threats you may miss on your own, even if you're careful with your personal information. And if you do become the victim of tax-related identity fraud, LifeLock has U.S.-based restoration specialists ready to help solve your identity theft issues. Plus, all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package, meaning LifeLock will reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Let LifeLock help you protect your financial information so all you have to worry about is what to do with your tax refund. Go to LifeLock.com news and save up to 25% your first year. That's 25% off at LifeLock.com slash news. Identity theft protection starts here.
Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Welcome back in, 800-282-2882. I'm curious what all of you think about the biggest news of the morning, that is the Trump trial date of March 4th being set in D.C., and what roadblocks there are that could be thrown up to allow the Trump team to potentially delay this until after the election. There is a lot to discuss associated with this because, frankly, as we said, Buck, every week brings something that is without precedent, and everybody has to kind of scramble and analyze what exactly the impact of this is going to be. And so we'll take some of your calls and we will react to it when we come back. If you're on a fixed income, an investment that delivers consistent returns without compromising your financial security may be right for you. Phoenix Capital Group offers high-yield corporate bonds with returns of 9 to 12% annual interest that pays out monthly. With 2,000-plus satisfied investors paid on time every time, Phoenix Capital Group is giving investors a new high-yield option investing in domestic energy assets. Start earning these high yields and learn more about multiple offerings today at phxonair.com. Learn more by downloading the free investment packet today at phxonair.com. You can diversify your investments and earn 9 to 12% annual interest. Now, investment bonds have a certain amount and you should only invest if you can afford to bear the risk of loss. Before making investment decisions, you should carefully consider and review all risks involved. Look, I'm a Phoenix Capital Group investor myself. I believe in what they're doing. They're all about American domestic energy assets, and they're offering some really enticing yield. Go check it out for yourself. Learn about them today. Go to phxonair.com. That's phxonair.com. Welcome back to Play and Buck. Here we go. Daily Mail headline. Even more Americans think Joe Biden, 80, is too old to run again. 77%, including 69% of Democrats, say that uh, the president, Joe Biden, can't run the country for four more years. So you have a huge majority of Democrats even saying it. Uh, which I think at some level can create a little bit of false confidence because I would argue that 100% of that 69% in a general election scenario will still vote for Joe Biden. So it doesn't indicate that they are changing their minds. But if you look at independence, I would want to see what some of that data suggests because 
there's there's always the you know Clay we we're talking a second ago about what do independents think of Donald Trump at this point given all the indictments and and the craziness that is uh, being leveled against him or that is being deployed against him. There's also the what do people think of what do those same people think of Joe Biden who is is somehow the president and feels increasingly like a non-entity in politics. You don't really, you know, you don't hear that much about him. I know, I know it's August. I know a lot of people are on vacation and no one likes vacation more than Delaware Beach Joe. But, uh, you know, you start to look at this, you say to yourself, on the one hand, there's the response, I think, to the indictments against Trump for the persuadable voter. Uh, and on the other hand, there's the position that Joe Biden finds himself in that includes, as I mentioned, Gavin Newsom uh, now getting a little bit, you know, his people are getting a little bit. Here you go. Biden's advisors fume at Gavin Newsom's plan to debate DeSantis amid fears he is running a shadow 2024 campaign. It is disrespectful at some level. Is the plan of the Democrats going to possibly be irrelevant because the candidate that they have, not irrelevant, but will it be overcome because the candidate that they have right now is so weak that even their legal assault against Trump is insufficient as a dirty trick to keep him in office? You, you know what I mean? I mean, this is, there's, there's like multiple pieces moving here. I still think that Biden is so incompetent that he's not going to be the nominee. You think he's going to be the nominee. Obviously, they're unhappy with Gavin Newsom and other people circling with the idea that he's not. But let me ask you this. You watched the debate. Yeah. How many people on that stage do you think if they went head to head against Trump, against Biden would win? And let me, I'll tell you how many I think would off the, uh, off the top of my head. I think Vivek would win comfortably. I think Ron DeSantis would win comfortably. I think Nikki Haley would win comfortably. I think Tim Scott would win comfortably. I feel really good about all four of those winning if they were the nominee against Joe Biden. I feel like Trump, if he is the nominee, it's going to be regardless. It's going to come down to... Uh, a few thousand voters in Pennsylvania and Wisconsin and Arizona and Georgia, just like we saw in 2016 and just like we saw in 2020. I think that Asa Hutchinson would lose. I think Doug Burgum. I, I mean, I, I, <laughs> it's hard to have much of an opinion on those guys. Some of those guys might be able to be Biden too. My point on this is Biden is, I think, Buck, historically the weakest Democrat, certainly incumbent, since Jimmy Carter, but I think the weakest overall presidential nominee that the Democrats will have put forward in my life. I think he's worse than Dukakis. I think he is worse than, uh, than, uh, John Kerry. I think he is the worst candidate and I think most Democrats would acknowledge it. And so do you agree with me? Like the four that I named, do you think those four would beat Biden handily if they were on a stage against him? Uh, you know, I'm very, uh, I don't know if cynical is the right word, but, I, well, maybe. But I don't think that Joe Biden is going to get beat on a debate stage in a way that really matters. 
I think Biden is, I know he's too old. I know he's decrepit. I know all this. We all know all this stuff. But he's been doing this for like 50 years now. He's going to just say what he says. He's going to stick to the talking points. He may not, if it's Trump, he may not even debate him, which is a precedent now that Trump has left. So I don't think that the debates, if if we're, what I'm trying to say is if we're hanging our hat on, oh man, assuming that I'm right, which I'm, you know, I'm not going to say it's a hundred percent, obviously, uh, but, but assuming I'm right and Biden is, is the guy going forward. Uh, if we're hanging our hat on, he's going to get crushed in a debate. I think we're going to be disappointed. And I, I also, I know this is, you know, it's so easy to extrapolate into the future based on how everything feels right now in politics. And, you know, I, I remember, I mean, I actually just pulled this up because I remember reading it. This was in Politico in July of 2011. Okay. And it was like the end of July. This was, uh, this was basically August, considered August 1st. Same thing. It was like the last day of July. Um, Obama's approval rating hit an all time low. Think about that, everybody. Obama hit an all time low approval rating. And now that was also Joe Biden was the vice president. There's some connective tissue here. All time low in the summer of 2011. We're going into it. We think we got, oh, we got all these candidates. We got Newt Gingrich. We, it wasn't he in it, right? We got Mitt Romney. We got, you know, we got all these different guys. Uh, Fred Thompson had his moment, right? We got all these people. And Obama absolutely crushed Romney in 2012. I'm bringing this up because the world that we see right now, the narrative that we see right now is the calm before the storm. They are not running ads. They are not spending the money. And it's even beyond the money. As you know, the Democrats can count on the machinery of the media to carry water for them 90% of the time, 95% of the time, right? So they, all those huge built-in advantages, I just feel like people, this whole, this, this game that we all play of, oh, Biden, he's so weak. He's, you are running against the Democrat party. You're not really running against Biden. What I just keep coming back to, Buck, is no one votes for Biden. And I think you're right. I think they vote for the Democrat party. He is the apparatus candidate. But I think even uniquely, I just come back to, When's the last time you saw somebody in a Biden shirt? When's the last time you saw someone in a Biden hat? Never, but Clay, that includes 2020, really. And look well, where we are. Well, that's my point. People didn't vote for Joe Biden. Democrats motivated people to come out and vote against Donald Trump. Which, which and is the, the reason why plan I think, again, right? Is, but is, well, that's the plan certainly for 24, which is why when I watched that debate, Vivek, Nikki Haley, Tim Scott, and uh and certainly Ron DeSantis as well, I think all four of them, it's harder to motivate people to show up and vote against them. And so when I when I look at it, if it's Trump Biden, there's third party, there's health considerations to your point, it's hard to project exactly. But the Democrat playbook is going to be not you're voting for Joe Biden. It's that you're voting against Trump. Well, I, I agree. And, and I think that. that's hard to run against any of the four people I named who were on the stage because I think they would trounce Biden. Uh, now I understand there's also Trump people out there who say I would never show up and vote for those other no, four. We'll, we'll put that aside for a second though. Just the, the, um, non-college educated white working class voter in the key states. If we're really narrowing it down to the demographics of what delivered Trump the election in 2016. Yeah. And, and, you know, that, 
Trump was able to win over enough of those voters in just the right way at just the right time to beat Hillary Clinton. Could those other voters, I mean, other candidates you're bringing up, could they do that? Will they get the same kind of response? And now, so basically it turns into, you're right about the voting against uh, Trump versus uh, voting for Biden, but also, I mean, there is a turnout component of this. And I, I don't know that a, that a Senator Scott presidential campaign or a, uh, you know, DeSantis presidential campaign. I think he's a great governor. Everybody knows that. I think he's done a phenomenal job as a governor of my home state of Florida, but the big, it's a question mark, right? It's a question mark. Will they get the same kind of turnout among those voters or, but you know, the DeSantis people, you know, they would say you have college, college educated suburban voters, including women. So and and I also think the the to me the test is out. I understand the argument of Trump motivates a lot of non-traditional voters. He does. I think Trump turns out more people against him who are unlikely to vote than he does turns out people for him that are likely to vote. So to me when you when you assess this there are three ways Trump wins in 2024. One is Biden just has such a physical debilitating thing that happens. Like he has a Mitch McConnell freezing and what easily could happen, Buck. Two is third party, because I think it's very likely that if it's Trump Biden, the third party element is going to be impactful. Yeah. I think that hurts Biden more. I, I, again, again, on team, we want it. We want Republican to win. So Trump's the nominee. We want Trump to win. That's that's the team we're playing for here. Uh Jill Stein played a big role in 2016, which people don't like to talk about yeah. very much. And the, by the, the way, the, libertarian the, the, the genius party. of MAGA was also helped a little bit, a little bit, I'm just a little bit, a little bit, by Jill Stein. And in 2020, all of you knuckleheads out there who voted libertarian in Georgia, in Wisconsin, and in uh, Pennsylvania, and in uh, Georgia... All of you, Arizona, you turn the election, right? If every libertarian voter had shown up and voted for the candidate who was more in favor of freedom, which is Trump, Trump would have won comfortably. But the third way to win is, and I do think this is going to happen, I think turnout overall in 2024 is going to be down compared to 2020. Because I think they were able, with COVID and mail-in balloting and rigging the election, everything else, to create this idea that by, that you had a choice between good and evil, between the devil who was Trump, this is what the media created, and Biden who was this saint who was going to ride in on a white horse and return America to normalcy. And I think at this point, regardless of what your impressions are in general of Biden, I think the idea that he's brought America back to normalcy, that lie, that decency and trust yeah. and and all of that is unfulfilled campaign promise. I, I so I think see, people will not show up at the same level. I, again, this is good, right? Because we can get different perspectives on this. Um, and we're extrapolating out of the future and we're making predictions. And anybody who makes predictions in politics is wrong a lot. Uh, and I know that. But this is my way of saying, I think you're going to see in the election year, if Trump is the nominee, which right now, you know, the Vegas odds would be heavily favoring him, you will see the absolute pinnacle of anti-Trump sentiment in the election cycle. It will be even crazier than it has ever been before because we're in a post-January 6th world with four criminal indictments outstanding against them, yada, yada, yada. That doesn't, to to our people, to our audience, that all sounds crazy. But 
just go around and look at the people that are masking up again. There are a lot of crazies on the other side, everybody. And, and yeah. they still believe what they believe. Like they're still, Oh my gosh, COVID and threats to our democracy and all this stuff. I think that they're planning on having the biggest anti-Trump turnout that they have ever had. Much bigger than in 2020. I think they plan on it, Buck. I just don't know that it works as well. Because now that you've had four years of Biden, I think a lot of people, I don't know that they are going to change their mind. I think you and I would agree. Changing minds on voters is hard. And so the idea, if you voted for Biden in 2020, the idea that you would flip back to Trump in 24, I don't think there are a lot of those people. Or vice versa. If you voted for Trump in 20, I don't think you're going to flip to Biden in 24. I think that there are going to be the way that people will register their disapproval is by not showing up at the same level. And I think we could go from, what, 156 million they said voted in 2020? I think we could go back to 146 million. Uh, I think there could be 10 million fewer voters. I, I really do. If, if I, so I'll, I'll go on the record here. If it is a Trump Biden election, I think you will see the biggest turnout you have ever seen in an election. You think it'll be bigger than 20? Oh, ab- absolutely. Yes. Put absolutely. a pin in this one. This is where we, that we disagree on turnout, uh, in, <laughs> Late August of 2023 for 16 months from now. Uh, if your cell phone, by the way, needs updating and replacing, this is your month to finally switch over to Pure Talk. Upgrade to a new 5G Samsung Galaxy from Pure Talk for free, free 5G Samsung Galaxy, two-day battery life, edge-to-edge display, ultra-strong glass. And when you sign up for Pure Talk's unlimited talk text, 15-gig data plan for just 35 bucks a month, the phone and plan come with an included mobile hotspot. Get all the data you could ever need for half the price of the big carriers on America's most dependable 5G network. Make the switch to Pure Talk today. Their U.S.-based customer service team standing by using the cell phone that needs replacing. Dial pound 250, say Clay and Buck. That's the way to upgrade to a free, super durable 5G Samsung Galaxy when you switch to Pure Talk again Dial pound 250, say Clay and Buck. Pure Talk, simply smarter wireless. Geek out with the guys on the Sunday Hang with Clay and Buck podcast. A new episode every Sunday. Find it on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for for more details, Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip, who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way. 
a brand new show from My Heart Podcast where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Bublé's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everybody, including sitting presidents. So join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before. Tell it like it is, and even sing a song or two. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back in. Uh, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Uh, We want to also mention that we'll keep you updated. Buck's down in Florida. Tropical Storm Idalia. Idalia. I, that's a, a word or a name I'm not that familiar with. I know Vidalia onions, so I guess that's basically the same thing except uh, without the V, uh, is scheduled to come across the state of Florida. We'll continue to update you. We have a lot of people who listen all over the state of Florida. Several people want to weigh in uh, with calls. Uh, and let's go to Roy in Florida. Roy, what you got for us? Hey, good afternoon, guys. Hey, uh, Buck, welcome back. Clay, great Thank job uh, Saturday night. Is that going to be a weekly thing? Yeah, we did a OutKick show on last night, Sunday night. A lot of good feedback, 10 to 11 Eastern. Um, I do think that there's a good chance that it's going to become somewhat of a regular show, but nothing is scheduled. It's kind of like a live pilot to see how uh, how it was going to do. So uh, for those who watched, that was fun. Um, uh, yeah. We did it out of the big uh, New York City studio, first time OutKick show. Nine years ago, Buck, I did a pilot for Fox Sports, it never aired. So nine years later, an Outkick show on Fox News. Uh, but uh, I appreciate that. I, I did a, I did a pilot for uh, CNN, believe it or not, in 2015 with uh, Kelly McEnany. And it never aired. Like they never used, aired. Uh, yeah. Never aired. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so Roy, you thanks for that. But you had a question for us. Oh, he's oh, gone. We lost Roy. Oh, he bounced. Well, Roy was going right. to ask. Can, Str- can Trump still win if he's convicted? And that is the, that, that is the, I would say, I think it's a trillion dollar question, Buck, because I think Democrats spent trillions of dollars they wouldn't otherwise have, uh, in, in 2020. I, I, I think he can, but I think Democrats believe it makes it far less likely. And that's why, let's not pretend this is anything other than a political calculus. That's why they're trying to get him convicted. Are they really going to put him in a cell? This is the thing that people keep asking me, too. If there is a conviction, how would that even work? Like, what what does the Secret Service do? How do they keep him safe in a, you know? And and again, the answer is anybody who tells you they know 100%, I think, is getting ahead of themselves because nobody really knows. But I do know this. Like a sitcom. Yeah. Democrats want to do that. I do think we need to all understand if they could lock Donald Trump in in a cell, even for a few days, 90% of them would go for it. No problem. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette. 
Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We had a big bear of a man who was called Mal Evans, who was on roadie. And uh, <clears throat> I was coming back on the plane, and he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, what? Sergeant Pepper? Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.